Hey guys, it's Shell, your rolling MC, and this is Hitting the Streets Podcast Show. Welcome to Hitting the Streets Podcast Show. Hitting the Streets is a series of interviews giving you the insider's look at the small businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofit organizations, and events in the North Texas area. You can find all episodes of Hitting the Streets on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, you can follow Hitting the Streets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. For more information about Hitting the Streets podcast, you can visit my website at www.hittingthestreetspodcast.com. And now, on with the show. Hey guys, this is Shell, your rolling MC, and I am the mouth on the mic of Hitting the Streets podcast show. So guys, I'm here on a Saturday night in the studio and I have Shalonda Hearn, owner of Impact Central, back on the show. She is here tonight. We're going to wrap up the relationship uh, series that we had on, on the mic. And she's also helping me to close out season five. Can you believe that, Shalonda? Wow. I can't believe it went by so fast. Though. It did. It really <laughs> did. I can't believe I'm in season five. Um, in March, we're going to open up season six, and we got a lot of special guests that are going to be on the show, a lot of things that are coming. But um, I brought you back because we had some great episodes during um, the relationship piece, relationship mm-hmm. building. And um, it was really good. It got me to thinking. It got several people thinking that was on the show. Um, shout out to the guests that were on there and the mm-hmm. live audience. But um, after all that's being said, I did go back and I looked at a lot of those uh, or listened to a lot of those episodes. And uh, one of the biggest ones that we talked about was forgiveness. And um, and I had a lot of feedback on that, too, um, about forgiveness. But um, before we dive into all that stuff, I want you to go ahead and uh, reintroduce yourself really quick. Tell people about Impact Central. I want that them to express what you've got going on. And then we'll we'll take it from there. All right. Hey guys, I'm Shalonda and I am with Impact Central. I have been a life coach for going on seven years. I'm certified as a life coach, but my specialty is in the area of spiritual growth and relationships and soon to be mental health. Um, So that is something that is brewing. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, creating some programs that will be stemming for both male and female in the area of mental health. So super excited about that. I'm excited about that. Um, You know, we need more of those things. Absolutely. Especially with the mental health. Absolutely. Mental health and behaviors. Absolutely. You know, that's also a part of relationships and mm-hmm. relationship building. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing where your mental status is. Most definitely. So life coaching. Tell us a little bit about your and I say when I say your techniques, just kind of say how do you how do you start? Where do you start? Where do you work? People reach out to you. How does it work? So I mean in, in terms of how clients can reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think it's really based upon um, word of mouth at this point. Um, okay. I do find that a lot of my clients that have reached out to me. They've reached out to me through YouTube um, after watch, uh, watching some of my videos. So I do have a Speak Shalonda TV. Yes. 
um, YouTube channel and um, have quite a few people who are following me on my Impact Central Facebook page. Um, so I'm super excited about the series of Why Wednesday questions that I've mm. um, been going through. And so a lot of people have been um, giving me some great feedback. And mm. I think it's striking them to, enough to know that they that it's okay to ask for help and that, mm. you know, it's not about, you know, that there's absolutely something wrong. It's just that things are wrong and they want to make it right. Um, so I think that's the major way in which people can reach out to me. That's good. So yes, guys. So she has a Facebook page and she has a YouTube page. If you haven't checked out her YouTube, you need to. And on Wednesday, she does live videos because I've been a part of that on why Wednesday. And you know, why did you start? Why did you start that? What Why? prompt? Yeah. What inspired <laughs> you to do that? Because I'm telling you guys, you need to watch it. That she has um, gotten gotten questions from people from everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then she answers the questions. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Why Wednesday? So Why Wednesday was actually birthed out from my work. Um, they have an initiative for how we hire people. Oh. And so I thought that, you know, that's also a good thing. And I've always wanted to be um, on a platform where I could just answer very generic questions mm. and it not be, you know, I want it to be anonymous, right? Um, yes. So that people feel comfortable just listening and knowing that they're not being pointed out. And again, like I said before, a lot of people don't think that it's necessary to have a, a life coach. They don't think that, you mm -hmm. know, they don't see the validity of it or mm -hmm. the relevancy of it. They think that it's just, you know, kind of like a therapist and mm -hmm. like, I don't need that kind of help. Well, Every person, you know, mm. I have, I had a life coach, you know, since the, I was an adult and mm. they weren't a life coach. Um, they were just someone that I trusted and I mm -hmm. could go to them and I, and they could, I could actually hear what they had to say. And so why Wednesday is just that opportunity for people to submit questions kind of anonymously. Um, they can send them through other people. Sure. Um, and I, I just answer them um, at random. I pick a question um, out of a bowl, kind of like the cauldron here. Yes, I, <laughs> I had to send it back out. Yeah. So that's really what it, how it was birthed out. So our show that we did, we had, I think, four, either four or five. We wrapped it up on Shalana's birthday. Yay. And um, we got really heavy and deep on several different subject matters. And I know one of them was forgiveness and several different other things. But um, I think now, you know, after listening over it again, having the conversations about relationships, you know, I think this is more, it is about relationships with your spouse or your boyfriend and girlfriend, but I think it's also a lot of that was relatable to friendships and family. And that's some of the things that we didn't talk about, you know, um, how we have relationships with friendships, uh, with friends and family. Overall, though, Shalanda, um, let's talk about the forgiveness piece. You know, everyone, each individual had their own take on it but how important is it for forgiveness because i am and i'll repeat this again because and i said this before i i it takes me a minute i am not uh really big on forgiveness when i've been truly hurt however i do because there's some in some several instances from the back in the days that i've had to forgive and move on because i didn't want to fester right you mm -hmm. know or you know i just didn't want that on my conscience or just have it come up every now and then and, you know, and feel that way. The biggest thing that I would say for me, as far as forgiveness was forgiving myself Absolutely. for allowing those things to happen. So the, my forgiveness was more about forgiving me and the individual, but just me letting, allowing things to happen. Mm -hmm. Now we'll say 
you know, after listening to some of the episodes again and talking about it with other people, um, it is duly noted to forgive. However, you do not have to reconnect with the person that hurt you. Absolutely not. You do not. It's not, you do not have to do that. I think with me, it says a lot about me as a person. Yes. To forgive. Yes. But it also says a lot to me not to reconnect back to the person who hurt me, abused me, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I feel that way. And I'm not saying that I'm right or wrong. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But overall, Shalonda, that's the biggest thing that we talked about during the show and how important it is to forgive. Absolutely. Um, no, I absolutely agree, actually. Um, boundaries are absolutely essential mm-hmm. in any relationship. So, you know, whether you are the person that's that needs the forgiveness or if you are just in that position where someone has done something to you mm-hmm. or some or the other other way around. Right. Um, but uh, as, as you were talking, I was thinking about like w- when it comes to forgiveness, I see it as a spiritual um, thing. It's spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, for those of you who don't know, I'm a faith-based life coach, mm-hmm. which means that um, my all of my programs are based upon um, scriptural, mm-hmm. biblical scriptures. And so as I'm potentially helping someone, one of the first things is, is to, like you just said, forgiving yourself, mm-hmm. but accepting forgiveness from God mm-hmm. is absolutely the, the pivotal thing for me. Yes. Um, and once you've accepted forgiveness from God, because you do have to acknowledge the fact that you you're not, you're not perfect and mm. you do make mistakes and mm. God understands that. And so once you receive forgiveness from God, it's the same thing with his love. Once you accept his love or receive his love, you know, you can learn to love. Mm-hmm. Same thing with forgiveness. You can actually forgive when you've been forgiven. You accept the forgiveness and you can forgive mm. yourself and other people. And then you strategize about the relationship mm. going forward. And like Michelle said, you those you start establishing those boundaries new fresh boundaries um mm. is so important um you have to start assessing your your relationships periodically i think we miss that and i've been talking a lot about that on why wednesday is that you have to start assessing yourself and your relationships a lot more i think we just get caught up in the love and the affection and the changes and the growth and the problems and the issues mm-hmm. and then we miss out on those just like you have to do evaluations at work can we all just do evaluations on our relationships yeah. periodically so we won't miss out? And we talked about the foundation of a home. Yeah. How many times have we missed out on the cracks that start at the bottom of the wall? Yeah. Or if you try to close your window and you can't, you're like, what is going on? It's the foundation right. issue. But right. if you were paying attention to how that house, you know, was established or if you start determining that, oh, I need to get an inspection on this house. Yeah. Maybe you would have found that out a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. So now you're out a whole lot of money to fix this. So how many times have we been out a whole lot of stress and strain in a relationship because we ignored things or we failed to do some assessments and some analyzations of our um, relationships? I like that. And that could be used in so many different levels. I know tonight we were talking um, off mic, but on mic, you said something to the effects of wholeness. I'd like for you to talk about that because you asked the question that made me think um, really hard about the wholeness and being whole. I've, I, I do feel like I am whole and I have learned over the years. It has been a hard task for me, but I have learned over the years 
to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and learn to say no. So I, so I'm a recovering people pleaser Mm -hmm. because I want people to be happy. I want them to accept me. I want mm-hmm. all these little different things. So I feel like if I say yes and do it for them, that they everything will be groovy and cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm, rec- I'm a recovering people pleaser. I had to learn the hard way back in the days when I worked at a corporate job, thinking that if I did all these things, that I would move to the next level and move to the next level if I did all things. But I wasn't moving. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize what I was doing until I started to get sick with stress. And I started to gain a lot of weight Mm -hmm. and I wasn't sleeping at night and I was starting to get sick and have dizzy spells when I started to go into work. Mm -hmm. Um, That was affecting me in that type of way and and probably mental too, you know, just didn't recognize it. Um, But the same thing with relationships too, as well. We, and I've been in in a relationship where I knew that it was time to, to go and I chose to stay and had the same symptoms. Hmm. the same symptoms you know what I'm saying right. and um and fail to recognize or maybe maybe not fail to recognize Sometimes maybe ignore it, ignore it mm-hmm. because I didn't know of like you said the wholeness of it so I think I'm in a better place now because there's a lot of boundaries that I've said and I don't have a problem telling anybody nope <laughs> uh no and right. you know what yeah no right. so Kind of tell the audience a little bit about what you mean with wholeness. Um, So I kind of envision puzzle pieces. I Mm -hmm. think that, you know, prior to us committing to any type of relationship, um, we're broken. Mm, You know, we've we've gone through some things or in some cases, a lot of things. And those instances and those events in our lives have broken us into little bitty pieces. Mm. Now, I think about this a lot um, in in a relationship. Sometimes uh, someone would say that, you know, person, you know, if you leave me, you take you take a piece of me with you. So how mm-hmm. many times have we allowed someone to take a piece mm. of us? Mm. And then when we allow that person to leave and we think sometimes that we're healed and mm-hmm. we're prepared, repaired and ready to move on to another relationship, we jump into another relationship. But what happens is, is that there's a void in us because of that peace that we let go. So now we have to, we, we naturally will expect for that individual to now fill that void unless we are a believer and we allow God to fill that void in which we shouldn't begin in any relationship until we know that we are full and filled and complete in the Lord. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, <laughs> I think that a lot of times we lose ourselves because we give away so much and sometimes it's taken and then sometimes we give it away willingly. But you have to know the difference, Shalanda. Oh, how, I, I, how do you know the difference between someone taking and then you giving? And what's the saying? It, you can't pour from an empty cup, absolutely. Or, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you know? And I'll, I'll use me for example. There was times I didn't recognize that my cup was empty. There was times that I didn't recognize that, that it was being taken. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna say three situations: friendship mm-hmm. and dating, having relationships, and jobs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know till I had all those symptoms come up. Right. So how do people recognize? 
You know, because it's different for me now. I can recognize it right off. As a matter of fact, I can read into it for like, oh, here they come, here they come. Nope. Yep. I'm, all, I'm already gonna say no. I can see it on the face. Nope. Right. But but now, but but back then, you know, and maybe it's a maturity thing. Maybe it's a maturity thing. But mm-hmm. the audience, you know, tell them how do you know and recognize. Sometimes it's a gut check. I'll use that line because mm-hmm. you can you sometimes you feel it in your gut and you ignore it. But mm-hmm. how do you recognize? when you're depleted and you know you have to make a change like what do you do i don't want to i'll use this line i'll use this line i don't want to disappoint anybody Hmm. i don't want to let anybody down Mm -hmm. i i I don't want to do that so how do i overcome this even though i know i have no more to give so i guess to as i'm thinking when there is when there is a deficit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in your in your life, mm-hmm. when you feel empty, and it's basically what you just said. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do have to hit rock bottom, but mm-hmm. I think in relationships we jump into them. Sometimes we fall into them, mm-hmm. and when you fall into them, you're blind. Ooh, mm-hmm. you are just. Mm. I mean, think about it. If you, mm-hmm. when you fall in love and all of a sudden this person is, you know, the best thing in the world and, yes. and then you end up moving in together or Ooh, then you have so kids quickly, together so fast. and then yeah. the, you're not talking about marriage necessarily unless, yeah. unless you, I mean, you could, but look how quickly the progression takes yes. place and then you've lost pieces of yourself. But I think a lot of times people begin to lose themselves and Probably in their previous relationships, that's what they've grown accustomed to. Sometimes you can be ad- adjusted to it, to the deficit. You, uh, it, it becomes your norm. It becomes a norm. So I'm accustomed <gasps> yeah. to feeling this yes. way. So this is my normal. This is what this is what yes. this is what toxicity acts like. It's like I'm used to being like this. So I'm going to continue to manipulate situations to continue to live this way. Until you hit whatever your rock bottom is. Everybody's rock bottom is not the same. You hit your own rock bottom until maybe it's God knocking on the door. Maybe it's sickness knocking on the door. Maybe it's some type of traumatic issue situation that takes place in your Mm -hmm. life that knocks on the door. But Mm -hmm. something is going to happen to make sure that you know that this is not your norm. Hopefully it's God opening up a door to help you to see. Come on, girl. Come on. And even then... He removes people out of our lives and we turn around and still try to put them back in there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we, cause we, cause we sabotage yeah. well, and, our, and, our success in relationships yes. by continuing to hold on to toxicity. And, and comfortability. Mm-hmm. Because you just said that this is to the norm. So I'm going to continue on with this toxicity relationship because mm-hmm. I I'm, too, I'm comfortable mm-hmm. and I don't want to have to start over. And this is just the way it is. Like this is the way my life's just going to be because I'm just going to accept this. And so now you think that this is what's best for you. This is this is what the this is what the world has to offer me. Yes, this is the best the I best can get. I can get. And I think that has to do. And you correct me if I'm wrong. I think that has something to say about us as individuals. Absolutely. If we do not love ourselves mm-hmm. um, wholly, as you put it, mm-hmm. being the wholeness people that we're supposed to be, mm-hmm. then we will accept those type of uh, uh, relationships and scenarios. I mean. Mm-hmm. I I just I've been through this path before and I think with me it was thinking 
but I couldn't do any better. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that I could at that time. Now take it, you know, I was very young. We're talking about 16, 17 years old. So this is a long, 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 long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't mature enough to handle the relationship or relationships that I have. Cause I was and then, and then I will say I became an individual that was not well liked mm-hmm. because of how I was treated. So I started treating everybody the way I was treated. Hmm. And then I became the toxicity and the toxic person. And I think that happens sometimes Absolutely. because when you've been burned so many times and this is what you accept and mm-hmm. this is what you know, then you start projecting that on other people. Because it's your defense mechanism that you put into place. And mm. um, as we talked about this a little bit in one of the um, episodes about being um um, victimized but also oh, yes we um, did yes we did and that survival mode like we have to we naturally and um, sometimes unconsciously we put off those defense mechanisms because we want to survive and mm-hmm. sometimes it's not the healthy way of responding mm-hmm. or being in a relationship but it's what we believe is going to keep us protected because yes. I say this all the time no one can protect us like we can't like no one can protect me like I can. I'm the best person to protect myself. Yes. Now, do do I always choose the most healthiest way to protect myself? Yes, right, exactly. Probably not. Probably not. Yes, yes. But at that point in time, I don't care about how it makes someone else's feel, else feels. I just need to know know that I'm safe. Sure. And a lot of people do tr- choose to do it that way. So, so I have a question, and we're going to take a pause, um, and then we'll come back, but. And I'm, I'm, I really don't know how to ask. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to ask, you know, how, how, or what do you consider a healthy relationship? Um, I, I think just your opinion or your advice or some way that you can give us as what a healthy relation looks like. And, and what I'm saying is this is not just about relationships with the wife or spouse or you know, boyfriend or girlfriend, this is relationships with son and mother or daughter, and mother or daughter and dad, friendship. What does a healthy relationship even looks like, Shalanda? Mm, it's very deep. Yeah. Um, well, we'll come back. Well, we're going to take a pause. We're oh, going to take a pause gonna... and then we'll, we'll come back. Let us pray about that question. Yes. <laughs> like to take a moment to thank Shalonda Hearns. Shalonda is a certified Christian life and relationship coach, lay counselor, career coach, workplace consultant, speaker, and minister. Shalonda is passionate about helping people transform their relationship and thrive personally and professionally. Please follow Shalonda on Impact Central on Facebook. It is a life coaching service specializing in personal relationship and spiritual growth. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Hey, guys, we're back. And um, I'm back with Shalonda Hearns, who is the owner of Impact Central. And we left with the question about healthy relationships. So Shalonda, you know, in your opinion or advice that you that you can give, what would a healthy relationship look like? What what would that look like? 
there's a couple of things that I think about. We've already talked about being whole and complete. I think that's the foundation for a relationship to be healthy. But let's say we are and we are talking about generally speaking, so no specific dynamic of a relationship, just relationships in general. I think that um, when it comes to communication, I'm very, very, very leery of choice of words. And Mm. when you're establishing a relationship in any form or fashion, how you establish that relationship when it comes to communication is being mindful of the the words that you're using. So let's say for an example, the word relationship If you are, it's a friend or it's a spouse or potential spouse, or it's a business partner, Mm. um, a business relationship for one person, the the definition I mean could be different for both parties. And then you get into this relationship, this business relationship, and things go awry. And that's when issues happen is because, well, I was expecting for us to have this type of dynamic. Well, mm. oh no, I was expecting for us to have this type of dynamic. Mm. You are responsible for this because in my experience as a business partner, this is the, these are the expectations mm-hmm. and this is, these are the responsibilities. These are the tasks. I think that in every aspect of a relationship, you absolutely have to talk about what's the definition, how would you define commitment? We talked about this on Why Wednesday last week. What's your definition of commitment? What's your definition of the future? Mm-hmm. what's your purpose mm. like these are so important i think once you have established understandings when it comes to those those specific words and expectations that's what creates a healthy set of relationships um mm. i mean we could talk about just the ge- generic mm-hmm. wording loyalty trust like yeah. communication but we're yeah. talking about in depth like really getting into the nitty-gritty and opening up and being making sure that both parties are on the same page mm-hmm. with what what each other is looking forward to. There's so many things that we go through in our lives and we carry those things into a relationship, but we don't talk about them. Mm-hmm. We don't say, mm-hmm. well, I went through this or this is the dynamic between me, me and my parents. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine um, potentially marrying or getting into a relationship with someone from another country, country or culture mm-hmm. and not talking about the cultural mm-hmm. differences? Mm-hmm. So healthy looks like making sure that there's a healthy balance between what you're bringing to the table and what you're preparing to build. Mm. Because I think that in any relationship, you're trying to build something. You're trying to create something. Um, Nichelle was just mentioning something about legacy. Mm -hmm. So whatever the legacy looks like, make sure that there is a purpose behind what you're creating and building. Mm That's what creates a healthy environment in your relationship. I think the key word there was also communication. Mm-hmm. Um, you you got to have open communication. Mm-hmm. You, you, that line has to stay open. Mm-hmm. You If you're scared to talk to your uh, boyfriend, spouse, friend, you know, business partner, whatever, then that's where the problem starts mm-hmm. or where the challenge is. Absolutely. Um, and yes, we all have the same words, honest, trust, loyalty, and all that kind of stuff too. But I think communication is really the key. And, you know, the individual that you're with, I mean, they're the ones that are going to, in my opinion, enrich your life. The same thing with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's purpose, enriching, growing together, being together. I mean, mm-hmm. it's several of those things. Are you going to argue, fuss, and fight? Sure you are. But what is that main thing that's creating 
that bond between you that won't break it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think I asked you this question too, off the mic. It's not 50, 50, is it Shalonda? Oh my gosh. It is not. Um, I think I was, I think I mentioned this before the dynamic in one, one person, in one couple's house is not going to be the same dynamic in another person's house. Mm-hmm. Um, so how you establish your relationship, don't, ever compare it to someone else's don't Mm. assume that you can create your relationship based upon someone else's because from the outside looking in it looks beautiful so there's no 50 50 i mean there are some dynamics where 50 50 is absolutely important um you may have some people i mean i don't know how how many of you are out there are dating and maybe have these conversations about when you're first dating someone who pays and when well, I think it should be a 50-50. No, I think the man should pay all the time. Like, think about that. Like, you might have been in a relationship with someone and you eventually got married. And then that dynamic changed where you said, well, I'm paying, you know, when we go here or I'm paying when we go over here. You see how things start to flip because evolution takes place in relationships. And so we can't get caught up in thinking that every single thing has to be 50-50 because sometimes I'm weak. Sometimes I'm strong. And I have to rely on my, on the other party to hold up their end of the deal, mm. whatever the deal is. So allow that uh, I have to be okay with allowing my partner mm. to, to hold 70% while I hold the 30 and I got to hold my 30 real strong to keep sure, to make sure that that 70 stays tight. And, and then the flip side, evolution takes place. Now we going to flip it a little bit. Now my party is a little weak. So I have to be prepared to take up the end of the deal. Mm-hmm. I think those things are really important to know that there's no, there is nothing, there's absolutely nothing perfect when it comes to relationships. And I think we have found ourselves relying on what social media and um, um, society has determined as what Ooh. a relationship looks like. And we get mm. caught up in that and thinking that that's what, what our relationships is supposed to look like. Mm. No, absolutely not. We, let's get our heads out of the clouds and realize that relationships is work. I don't know how many times you've had uh, to oh my hear gosh. this. Absolutely. You have to work. First off, work on yourself mm. and then work on what you want to build. And you mm. continuously work on what you're trying to create and look forward to for the future in your relationships. I liked everything that you just said. And it takes work. Mm-hmm. And and you have to be in it to win it. And as I see that, though, you also have to know when to cut your losses, because sometimes even though you're in it to win it, the other party may not be. And you have to know when to say, this is done. Mm -hmm. This is over. We have to cut our ties. Mm -hmm. You have to know yourself enough to know that, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's hard sometimes because we want to grow with this individual because we are in love with that individual. But sometimes those things just don't, match up right um um, i'm just thinking about communication as well um if (laughs) if there is anything um perhaps that that just went awry in a relationship and um you i mean there could be several factors as to why you want to hold on but if it's if the balance is off Mm. If that mm. if if that percentage that you once had is no longer the case, maybe they were they were supposed to hold up seventy percent while I was down and out, and it's thirty percent, and now they're not holding holding up their end of the deal. Well, at some point you have to decide whether that person is even willing to even sit down and talk about it and do the work. 
I mean, we know our we know our partners. We know whether they are actually putting in the work or whether they just pull in our coattail or pull in our tail. Is that if that's mm-hmm. how you say it? Um, yeah, but but determining whether you are prepared to sit down and talk about those things consistently, not just one big time where we sit down at the coffee table for an hour over coffee and think that's enough. No consistently talking things through as we are growing through the problems, as we are growing through the issues. But if you're not getting that, Mm. then what are you, you're fighting. I fought in my marriage when I was married, I fought by myself. I fought for my marriage by myself because I wanted it that bad. And it took me to realize as much as I was fighting, I was losing myself. So when I finally divorced, I had to look my, I had to look in the mirror and say, gosh, who are you? Mm because I had lost all of me and had to rebuild. And you think I want to go back to that trash? Mm-hmm. And and rebuild takes time. Absolutely. And when you're rebuilding yourself, like I'm like I know what I'm talking about, but I can say this about myself. <laughs> when you're rebuilding yourself because I had to do the same thing, you really need to find you. Because it's going to be hard for you to have another relationship with someone if you don't even know who you are, especially if you lost yourself. Mm-hmm. I almost said this and asked this question, and I don't even know. It, I don't know. Can't this is the question? In my opinion, I think you should have a relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, date yourself, mm-hmm. take yourself out, mm-hmm. go hang out by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do those type of things and see how comfortable you are being by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important for you to get to know who you are, how you act around people, all sorts kind of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I I learned that long time ago that I had to even date myself. Like, why am I not taking my own self out and doing things for me? Mm -hmm. And I started doing that and it was great because I know I could, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, It made me a better person in relationships. Of course, I had a lot of things to work on because of the things that I went through in the past, Mm -hmm. right? But I had to, like you said, rebuild. And that's one way that I really worked on to see how I interact with other people after being hurt so much, mm-hmm. after being burned, after being abused, hit, all these things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's good to, good for the soul to do that. It requires you to be vulnerable. Yes, And that's people it. don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to look in the mirror and say, oops, I'm jacked up. Mm. Oops, I'm broken. Oops, mm-hmm. I got problems. Mm-hmm. But the mo- but listen, I the more that I grow, the more that I don't want to wait till I hit rock bottom. And I hope that you mm-hmm. are like that as well. That you that you want to do everything in your power to ensure that you don't have to hit rock rock bottom. You mm-hmm. want to get you want to get the news. You want to get the the wake up call earlier rather than later, mm-hmm. so that you don't have to go all the way down from the from the ditch to be, to rebuild. Mm-hmm. You recognize that there are things about you that you need to work on and you do that. Mm. And if that means that you do need to spend time with yourself and look look in the mirror and sometimes get a voice recorder and just just talk mm. and, revoice, and record yourself talking. Talk about how you feel, what you think, what you've been through, all of that. Record yourself. And then maybe two or three months later, maybe you've done some work on yourself. Two or three months later, go back and listen to that voice recording mm. and see how much you've progressed and you've mm. grown. Mm, I like that. But I if you realize, <laughs> if you realize after two or three months you listen to that and mm. you say, "Oh, I feel the same way," well, baby, you need to continue work. 
you got some work to do. You got two more months I to work on yourself. I agree with that. I agree with that. You and that's that's a very that's very good. I think some of us do journaling, but mm-hmm. to do a voice recorder to physically hear yourself talk and then three months later pick it back up to listen again to see how far you come. That's an excellent idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. Trust me, I've been doing that for probably the last five to eight years of my life i would wow. go back and listen to my voice recording and i'm like Oop, girl, you said that girl go i pat myself on the back because i've come a long way and i and i saw that not just because i re- i recognized it recognized it in my actions but i listened to myself and uh, even the way that i was speaking some of the words that i was using i recognized that there was some progression mm. um some maturity and growth that i had experienced because i know i wasn't there anymore like i was before so it definitely is it's it's important and it's going to help you as well well shalana i think we have done our jobs i think so too <laughs> <laughs> so tell the audience how do they find you and i know we've already talked about it in the first part but say it again and talk to them and tell them about your purpose party oh okay um so impactcentral.com m as in mary p-a-c-t central.com is the website of course you can also find me on impact central facebook page um, my handle is Speak Shalanda. So you can find me on Facebook as well as Instagram under Speak Shalanda. YouTube channel is Speak underscore Shalanda TV. Um, so here coming up on March the 11th, I'm having a virtual event. This is actually my first event for the year. So I'm super excited and it's free. Um, I really wanted to wanted the opportunity to hone in on those individuals who are really, really into the, uh, the vision boards. And I think there's a lot of us who created those vision boards and some of us didn't even finish it when we were at the vision board party. I mean, I'm raising my hand because I was <laughs> one. Oh, I'm going to go home and find some more magazines and cut up. And I never did. Same here. <laughs> okay. So for, for those of us who did not finish that vision board, but still feel like there's something that they need to be doing, we're taking it deeper. And that's why I'm calling it the purpose party and vision workshop, because we have to take, we have to get to the point where we're not just going the run of the mill and just having a long laundry list of things to do mm-hmm. and, and accomplish and say, oh, great, we've accomplished all these things, but was it fulfilling? And did it actually impact the entire area of your life, the whole aspect of your life? Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. We want to impact your life holistically. And the perfect pur- the purpose party is that which is going to help you. It's going to be a lot of work. We just talked about that. Um, you're going to have to be put yourself in a vulnerable state, mm. um, answer some hard questions, mm. um, but you're going to get to the truth of who you are, your identity, your purpose, mm. knowing that you're walking in the will of God if mm. you're if you're seeking that, um, and also determining whether you are going in the right direction at this t- at this time in your life. So we want to build some confidence, and that's what we're going to do at the purpose party. Um, I am. Uh, I've posted this event through Impact Central's Facebook page. Um, it is on Eventbrite. So if you happen to search mm. for a purpose party, you can also find it there. Um, but you can always uh, reach out to me um, on any of my social media uh, platforms to get sent the link. And I have shared it on my page too, y'all. So Shalonda has been a, uh, a true friend, I almost said a lifelong friend, because I feel that way, and um, has coached me in every aspect of my life since I've met her. We've known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend her. Um, she's very patient and very confident to know her stuff. So if any of you need a life coach with any aspect of your life, please reach 
out to her. Um, I, I highly recommend her just because of her spirituality and her confidence and, um, and just the way she handles things in a very calm and loving manner. Um, if she can handle me, y'all, <laughs> she can handle anybody. <laughs> Shalanda, thank you so much for coming back and helping me wrap this, wrap up this series and wrap up this season. Ooh, it's been a great, it's been a great season. Um, I'm so excited to, to see where um, hitting the streets is headed. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, guys, that's it for me. You're rolling MC. Catch another episode on hitting the streets. Thanks again, Shalonda.